Oh, so they have these cute little <laughs> picks that I use for my for my um, blackberries today. Oh, those are cute. I, I have used... these too, but yay. Oh, you have some like mine. I know mine just have a ball at the top, but yours have a cute little spool. Nope. This is a martini cup. <gasps> oh my one gosh. that has a shaker and one that has an ice bucket and one oh. that has like a different shaped goblety guy. And then there's one that has like a football for some unknown reason I think it's some, supposed to be some sort of bar tool but I don't know what it is that, maybe it's like a wine opener like was supposed to be one of those wine openers that looks like a football well, I don't know maybe but cool nonetheless yeah. that's what I know you know the good stuff I guess I do you always do that's why you're always <laughs> I know I am the always yes uh Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients just for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the fuck that happened. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And tonight we're going to lift the curtain a little bit and answer your burning questions about our creative process. We get, mm-hmm, we got listeners from time to time who ask us how we do what we do, like how we pick our topics, how we choose the drinks, etc. So we thought we'd record an actual planning session for you. Um, Because why not? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, but before we get going, we have to discuss tonight's drink, which is so baller. (laughs) It's really pretty good. So tonight we're drinking an amazing blackberry bourbon sour. Mm. We both used Four Roses bourbon, and it's got blackberries and lemon juice and simple syrup. And the thing I actually thought was super cool about this one is that you put the blackberries in with the ice and all the other crap, And so it gets all juicy with the good stuff. And then you strain it into your cocktail glass. And I admit, I put a little bit of the turbinado sugar on the blackberries that I use for a garnish. So it would be extra pretty. Ooh, you are very clever. And I enjoy that. It made me feel fancy. And I actually was wondering, so I see recipes all the time for like demerara sugar. And I looked at demerara sugar once and it looked like turbinado sugar. And so I was like trying to decide if it was the same. So I... I like actually Googled it (laughs) and it turns out that Demerara is a coarse raw sugar, just like Turbinado is, but Turbinado is actually steam cleaned sugar. (laughs) They steam clean it and then they add a little bit of a molasses flavor to it. And then Demerara is like a dry unrefined sugar. So I don't totally get the absolute difference in taste, except for like maybe Turbinado is a little bit more flavorful, but whatever it's, they're both sugar, and I love sugar, so deliciousness. And I think this cocktail is very, very good. It is very good, and apparently there's such a thing as dirty, dirty sugar. Dirty <laughs> sugar. Steam clean it. But I think <laughs> if you steam clean sugar, like, if you wash sugar, doesn't it just melt? I mean. I know. I mean, steam is. Steam still has a lot of water in it. So I'm very confused about this entire process. Steam is water. It's just water gas. Fair. Yes, it is. It's like basically clouds. So I made one early. Mm -hmm. Um, Hence why I said steam is mostly water. You said hence why. No. Shit. No. Okay. I'm talking like I write now. Anyway. (laughs) There we go. Because we have to use a lot of bullshit language in attorneyville. Yours isn't as pink as mine is. I know. I don't know what happened. I even pre-mixed it because I saw how pink yours was in the pictures because Jillian's 99% of the photos you see 
in the thumbnails with our podcast are Jillian's wizardry because she rocks at it and I kind of suck. I just have um, a better I- phone than she does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> so. Um, so I saw how pink yours was. So I even pre-mixed mine and threw the blackberries in early and shook it around a bit and left it in the fridge for like an hour. Still not pink. I don't know why yours isn't pink. That's I don't weird. either. It is weird. But you know what? When they sit in bourbon for a long time, they still taste really fucking good. When yeah, you they eat do. Them. I'm sure they do. T and oh. I went sat outside on the patio. And there were these this bumblebee that came out. And so we gave the bumblebee a little. Like, first he got in my drink and so we fished him out oh and, and then, then we gave him some anyway. sugar and laid him there and he's like completely wasted like <laughs> walking around on the table like falling literally he was walking around on the table falling over and um then he started to <laughs> we like push the sugar over by him and he'd like climb on top of the sugar and be like oh yeah sugar this is good eventually he dried up enough how dry i am <laughs> So he dried up enough that he could fly away and he took some sugar with him. And then he came back. (laughs) He came back or he sent a friend. I don't know which it was. Like we have no way for knowing for sure if it was him or his friend. But some other bee came back. And yeah. So we had a visit by one slash two bees or one bee two times. Um, And uh, they both got away with some nice sugar. That bee is my total mood right now. (laughs) Oh, you're a drunk bee walking around on the table <laughs> looking for sugar pretty much <laughs> I, you know after my uh, I, I made the drink early and I uh, fin- after I finished the first one I went and ate two pieces of Dove chocolate so yeah I'm the fucking nice. drunk bee <laughs> after uh, this I'll probably go watch The Bone Collector because that's a super good show by the way oh my gosh you have to watch Lock and Key on Netflix that's also I a good show I saw that on there and I was like I put it in my queue good it's good oh speaking of when you sang how dry i am when i was a little kid you know how that was always in the bugs bunny cartoons when we uh-huh. were little so i would always hear the first part in the bugs bunny cartoons but never the whole thing so i made up my own song how'd it go how dry i am how wet i'll be if i don't find that bathroom key oh no that's cute <laughs> my grandpa had this really cool um decanter that I have, but it doesn't work anymore. I mean, the decanter part works, but it had a music box in the bottom of it. So when you picked it up, it played How Dry I Am. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. I, I like that. That's my life goal. I know, right? My yeah. grandpa was pretty much life goals for a lot of people. <laughs> Your B is my mood. Your grandpa is my life goals. <laughs> I think that's completely legit. It is. All right. So let's get to planning. Let's go ahead and come up with at least three episode topics because topics are our hardest thing. And then if we have time, we can come up with um, drinks to go with. In honesty, we usually pick the drinks kind of at the last minute. Um, We try and pick them on Saturday. We record on Sundays. I know we've said that before. We record on Sundays and we try and pick them on Saturday because while Gina can go to the liquor store anytime, I have to go on Saturday if I don't have the stuff already. So, Although occasionally we find a drink and we go, let's find a topic that makes us this. Yeah, that's true. We do that. Find a topic that that totally goes with this. This this is an amazing drink. Let's have a topic that matches it. What should we do? What could possibly (laughs) go with this amazing drink? I do have to say that... As much as I like this drink, I still think I like the Devereaux better. 
because that's probably one of my new favorite drinks of all time. That drink was fucking amazing. Yeah. And I told I you how Rexy and I went to Austin and we taught the bartender how to make it. I don't think you did, actually. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, after we recorded, I gave it to Rexy the night before so we could, you know, give it a dry run. Well, not technically a dry run. <laughs> not dry. Give it a taste test. Um, <laughs> and we both liked it so much that when we went to Austin later on that week, I took the recipe with me. And when we went to the hotel bar, I was like, hey, can you make this? Do you have all the stuff for it? He's like, oh, I totally have all the stuff right here. So he made it for me. And the guy next to me at the bar was like, I'll try one of those. So he had one. He's like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I know, right? So the bartender made that. And then we had to go to another place for dinner. And we came back. And I got the same bartender. And I'm like, hey, can I have another one of those drinks? He's like, yeah, I made like six of those. Yeah, they've like had by the time I got back, he had made like he had like the new, a new garnish for it, and it was all fancy. And I'm like, woohoo, yay me, <laughs> rock star! And he I, tasted it too. He was like, this is pretty good. And I'm like, I know, right? It's nice. Oh, okay. So speaking of things, just so you know, for your visit this week, I made some mulled spice, mulling spices syrup. Good. That's my favorite. I love that. That's good in everything. That makes the best old fashioned. I don't, so we have a like a cup and a half of that to Hell use. Yeah. So tea. tea. Oh no. Here, let me. Close enough. Good. That'll okay. be super good. Oh, I just dropped my pick in there. Damn it. Oh, that sucks. Oh well, you'll have to suck it out. <laughs> oh, don't okay. Worry. Okay. So, so I, I have a few I have a few notes of ideas that we have. Um, hold on, close this. Previous possible topics, um, and we've also had some input from other people, including um, jobless John the Brit. Yeah. Um, we've had a few. I think we've done all of these products we can't live without, sexy versus elegant, and dating after divorce. Have we done dating after divorce? I do not believe we have. I think that would be a good one. I do. I do think that would be a good one. I think that's a good one. So we can keep that in. Um, let's see what else I have. I uh, think we, we've essentially done sexy versus elegant, haven't we? Yeah, I think we've done that. Um, okay, pet peeves. Oh, yes. I think that's a good topic. Oh, oh yeah. We have many because we're judgy bitches. So that'll yes, be fun. Yes, we are. We are <laughs> judgy motherfucking bitches. Um, cultural bandwagon, every stuff like everybody watches or is into, and you're like, meh, or you didn't get in at the beginning, so you feel like you missed the boat. Ah, kind of like I never watched because we didn't have HBO, I never watched um, Game of Thrones, and then <gasps> now I know how it ended and stuff, and so I'm like, mm. okay, watch up through season six, then read the books, but no. I, I, Okay, I don't, don't have time to read books. That's and what audiobooks are. As a librarian's daughter, I find <laughs> that very dismaying. However, I just don't. Okay. Well, if we if we have a chance, seasons one through six are really good. Seven's okay. Eight, just skip it and wait for um, George R. R. Martin to get his ass in gear. Which, by the way, if he dies before he finishes the book series, I'm going to dig him up, resurrect him, and fucking kill him. Because I have to have something better than what HBO fucking did to my soul. 
<laughs> okay, well, we did a how to shop for XYZ, like how to buy this, how to buy that. Um, paying it forward. That's one of the things on my list of possible topics. Ah, that is a very good one. I like that because there are so many instances, like even people paying for your Starbucks ahead of you in line and stuff like yeah. that. How do you how do you do that later? So that would be yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and John the Brit was trying very hard to help earlier today. What was it he was? T came up to... with a couple too. T came up with one like 80s nostalgia. You know, I like that. That could be very good. Um, 80s slash 90s. He also said, like, if you did 80s and 90s nostalgia, like, think about fast forwarding to now. Like, he said, he said, what if we did it as in, um, <laughs> like, think how, think how your life would have been if cell phones were around back when you were a kid. What would it have been? What would have been different? And I'm like, everything would have sucked way worse. Oh, it would have been horrible. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, because and I'll have to save this for that episode in more detail. But, you know, back in the 80s, growing up in my hometown, everyone cruised Main Street. Yeah, same. So if I missed curfew by 15 minutes, my mom would start cruising Main Street looking for me. Oh, my God. And there's nothing... Oh, yeah, there's nothing more humiliating than that. Whereas when you have a kid with like an iPhone, you make them turn on Find My Friends, and you know where they are at any fucking moment, and it's so much easier. So you don't make them do that. You do that for them and just disable the fact that they're able to disable it. So here's the thing, though. I don't abuse it. And that's why... And that's why Nina... Um, always left us on find my iPhone. She had a little bit of rebellion right after she turned 18 where she shut it off. But I'm like, she'll relent in a bit. Yeah. And, and she eventually turned it back on. But her um, stepmom, oh, she's fucking locked out for life now. <laughs> so oh, I'm sure. So there's that. Well, you can't abuse it. But like Millie understands that you don't have the reasonable expectation of privacy. You know, just like in a cop car, (laughs) you don't get that expectation. Well, like just when you have a computer you use for work, you know, your work can look through it for weird shit anytime. That's the way it is because work's paying the bill for this cell phone, right? Right. There you go. Plus, um, for parents who always think they're going to sneak and look the um, phone when their kids are like in the shower or something. No, what you do is you sit them across the table. Why don't you hand me your phone? You don't announce it ahead of time. You just be like, hey, I'd like to take a look at your phone. Damn straight. You do it right in front of them because Mm -hmm. that's when you get the great reactions. Right. Now, thankfully, I've got a good kid. That never became an issue. But, you know. Well, but there's so much that you can do to actually control their phone and their usage and the things that they're able to do on their phone. You can actually control a lot of that now. And you couldn't do that back then. That's right. I had a couple of rule followers. Go fucking figure. (laughs) Yeah. My kid's way more of a rule follower than I was, which is... I have to credit T and even Stick because Stick was a total rule follower and so was T. (laughs) And I was not a rule follower. Well, T was military, so I get that. Stick is just a stick. A stick. Oh. So. Okay. Oh, um, so I did also, like. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I did. I did like one of John the Bread's ideas that he brought up, which is the. Which I know this sounds 
really awful, especially to people I went to school with. But the people I went to school with, only the ones who listen to this will actually understand it. The rest of them will go, uh-huh. what? Stories from your hometown that illustrate why you left. And not that I don't love my hometown. I love it. I love the upbringing I had. But there's no way I could have stayed there. Oh, fuck no. I would have died. Yeah, that would have been horrible. Yeah. But okay. other people are successful. There are still me. people in my hometown, and they still go to the same bars and stuff that were there when I was there. We talked about having an <laughs> ASMR episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe chewing blackberries. That's creepy. I'll back off. I don't know. We could do that. I mean, we could totally do an ASMR episode. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Fair. What I find funny is John the Brett keeps uh, recommending topics, even though he doesn't listen to our show. Yeah, you want to go? How do you know we didn't do that already? (laughs) (laughs) I know. When I come Uh, up there this week, I've got some work for him. Oh, awesome. So I'm going to show him, like, here's what we're doing on our website, and this is what I need you to do, because it's mostly just cutting and pasting and a lot of pain in the ass. <laughs> awesome. That'll be good for him, because he can be a pain in the ass. I know. I love him, but he's a pain in the ass. Good thing he has I a good know. ass. I love him, too. Yeah. Hey, ew. Oh, another thing he brought up, though, when retro turns out to be what you used to do in high school. Because I still remember, you know, remember when we were in high school and like Back to the Future came out and I remember my mom going that set in the year I graduated from high school and she would actually sit there and point out what was accurate and inaccurate about yeah. the costuming and everything. That's fucking us now. I know. Millie loves 80s stuff. Like she totally loves it. Rexy took Millie out. I don't think it was this year for her birthday, but she took her out to a record store because Millie has a record player. Because <laughs> she's that kind of kid. And Millie chose David Bowie, Whitney Houston, Queen, and Prince. Your kid fucking rocks. She really does. Like, she really does. She still loves, like, she also loves Billie Eilish and she loves some of the present day people too. Lizzo. But I love that she's well versed in the classics. Like, she knows more about music than I do. And she, like, we'll be out someplace. One day we were at Sunglass Hut and she, something came on the radio and she's like, oh my God, this is Queen. And the girl behind the Sunglass Hut desk was like, how old are you? <laughs> awesome. And Millie goes, I'm 13. And the girl was like, right on. And she high-fived me. And she's like, you're a good parent. I, I still remember the day that John the Brit and I were so ecstatic when we were walking through. Okay, granted, it was a Walmart, but we lived in a town at the time where that was the biggest store to go to. Um, and we were walking through and Blondie's One Way or Another came on. And Nina, um, still like five years old top, started singing at the top of her lungs. One way, I know that. I gotta get you. I gotta get you, get you, get you, get you. And we're like, you know, she's really bad at this at the moment, but she knows blonde, but she knows the words, man. I think that's parenting done well. Too. Wasn't there something about you shoe shopping with Millie once when she was little in a Target, if I remember correctly, and she said something about these shoes are so... I don't know. Something. I don't know. I don't remember the story. 
Uh, she said something to the effect of these shoes are so retro, but not in a good way or something like that. And she was like four <laughs> or five and a woman came around from the other aisle and said, okay, I just want to know. I just want you to know you're raising that child, right? <laughs> I remember you talking about she that. Know, Millie knows all the things and she consistently gets good feedback from just random strangers when we're out and it's kind of awesome and I'm like super pleased by that because it makes me feel like okay I'm doing a good job yay me (laughs) I thought of another topic what strangers who overshare oh shit if we do that we have to have tea be a guest star okay yeah because holy crap I have so many Pre, because uh, I don't consider a lot of the people I meet on the internet now strangers, but I have so many 80s and 90s story of people come up and just spill their life stories. And I'm sitting there they're going, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling very awkward right now, more so than usual. So back in the day when <laughs> and I were dating, this is an excellent story. You will love this so much. Awesome. Back in the day when T and I were dating, T used to tell me these stories about how people would just say just shit to him like out of nowhere. And he would, I hear him laughing in the other room because he can hear me. <laughs> so they would just literally spill shit to him out of nowhere. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, you must be doing something to invite this, right? So he had his Bluetooth headset on because this is back in the day. Like, right, we had Bluetooth headsets. <laughs> had his headset on and he was going through the McDonald's drive through And the chick at the McDonald's drive through was there and I was in his ear and he said, she said, how's your day? And he said, it's good. How's yours? You know, nothing more than that. And she literally just like vomited her day all over him <laughs> and basically was like, this morning I fell and broke my leg and I still had to come to work. And then when I got to work, my vagina, you know, I did all this stuff. And it's like, she's like all of this stuff. And like in his ear, I'm going, and then my vagina fell out. And he's trying so hard not to laugh because I'm saying shit to him. And he's trying to be, like, sympathetic and empathetic to this woman who's just, like, literally spilling everything. <laughs> but he laughed. And then he had to drive away because he felt bad. <laughs> oh, no. But I've actually been in elevators with him when when somebody, he, we'd walk into the elevator. He'd just kind of nod and say hi. And the person would say hi and how's your day? And he'd say, good, you? And that's all he would say. And then the person would just like launch on, on him. And Mm. I could say the same thing. I could literally say the same thing and they'd be like, fine. But for some reason he just, there's something about his face. I don't know what it is, but people just say shit to him. Nobody tells me anything, which is great. Except once in a while I get like, what the fuck are you telling me this for? You know, I, I, I so feel tea at this moment. I'll, I'll trade. That'll be the episode where he and I trade stories. Cause I have yeah. so many instances where I've like been playing air hockey with Nina and an arcade and someone comes up and I'll say, Oh, we'll be done. And after this round and you can have the table. And then suddenly I hear their fucking life story. And I'm like, yeah. I'm a little shocked. And you must be having a bad day and really needed to talk to someone. I mean, in my head, I'm not saying this out loud because out loud, I just wanted to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys, that would be a great, I'm going to put a star by that one because we're definitely going to have to do that episode. Okay, cool. Oh, I thought of another one. What? Medical comedy. I don't know what you mean by that. I've had so many medical episodes that have been kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I know. We've talked have. a lot about our medical history, and I feel like we're verging on the old ladies who sit there and we're like, let me tell you about my rheumatiz. It's acting up today because it's going to rain. Well, well, did I tell you about my um, gynecologist vajazzling, though? I don't I think really I really got- don't think we need to talk about that. <laughs> I feel like that's not something. I mean, I feel like that verges on the strangers who overshare. Okay, well, I'm going to be an oversharing stranger very quickly because I do think this story is hilarious. Okay. So after my hysterectomy, I was having some problems and I had to go back to the OBGYN and I won't get into these problems because Jill will dry heave. And and the OBGYN was like, I can fix that with some silver nitrate. So he went in and cauterized my vagina. And so I went... I spent the next couple of weeks talking about how, you know, since silver nitrate involves silver, I talked about how it was, you know, insurance covered my vagasoline, vampires aren't going to go oh near my, my crotch. God. There's well, comedy I mean, there. that goes back to the whole time when T's <laughs> mom and I went to, <laughs> I almost made you spit take. That's so awesome. Cause oh. you know what I'm going to say. Oh, T's mom and I were at Bed Bath and Beyond and, <laughs> She said something about T's sister going to have surgery. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know she was going to have surgery. And she's like, oh, yeah, her vagina's falling out. It's just hanging there like a dirty sock. <laughs> the poor kid at the, at the, it was a boy that was ringing us up. He was like 17 or 18. He's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. And he like couldn't look at us. He couldn't make eye contact. He's like could barely ring us out. And we just like took our shit. And I'm like, let's just go. Let's just go. <laughs> I gotta go ahead and delete that topic because yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a topic we need to put in there. No, but I feel like I've said my piece now because I couldn't let the vajazzling and the vampires thing go. Nobody needs to know about your vajazzling. <laughs> but if we want to talk about vajazzling, maybe we talk about trends. There we go. That are absurd. Yes, like bleaching because- your butthole and vajazzling. Vajazzling, um, chocolate buttholes. Chocolate buttholes? Haven't you seen those? You can mm-hmm. actually, you can go to a place, you go, they send you this kit, you go online, you get this kit sent to you, you clean your butthole, and then you make a mold, and then they will actually make chocolates of your butthole and send them to the person you love. I wouldn't send those to people I loved, but okay. Some people would. Another cool trend for Valentine's Day I just saw, even though Valentine's Day is over, is the whole name. Are you saying cool as in this is an actually cool trend or cool as in what the fuck? Both. Okay. Or you could have a a cockroach named after your ex and have it fed to some animal at the zoo. I just feel like that's vindictive. Yeah, but sometimes it's cathartic. Is it? Well, you know, the time I busted apart the uh, cake plate with a hammer in my basement that had been g- given to um, DB and I for our That's wedding by the woman he ended up sleeping with. That's a little know? different. That's a little different. True. I think it's funny. I'm a petty bitch at times. We can deal with that. There's, you know, but there's petty and then there's like too petty. Okay. I guess death to insects is a little too far on the petty side. Well, I mean, death to insects is fine, but if I name an insect after my ex and then feed it to some animal, it doesn't actually make me feel better. 
Oh. I've just spent money <laughs> to do something ridiculous. Uh, and that's why you won't be sucked in by as many trends as I will. Okay, so that's a good one. <laughs> but let's find some absurd. I think absurd trends. I like that one a lot. I'm going to put a star by that one, too. Yeah, I agree. So so we've got two with stars. I like the strangers who overshare really well. I like the trends that are absurd really well. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of family drama. Oh, <laughs> you've had quite a bit of family drama. You've kind of touched on your oldest sister. I think uh, that's family drama. And my grandma and my aunt. I think your grandma and aunt, we've we've kind of done that to death. But I think we could do family drama in a good way where we can talk about like sadly I don't really have much. <laughs> pretty much be you <laughs> well I'm my youngest child I can take the attention it's I know good. you love the attention it's I your do. thing it is but you know you could do family drama I could do fucking family drama anyway okay, well, maybe family drama is a little bit too intense for what we're looking for <laughs> for the next few weeks um I find it funny um anyway okay how I met your father like how we met our respective spouses, the I good ones. We've kind of exhausted that already. We've talked, we've discussed it several times, and I guess that's true. I mean, everybody knows our stories. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, everybody knows I got you yours. Everybody knows mine came from when I was a kid. Yeah, true. So. Uh, I still think there's some Reddit potential. I agree. I like the I, idea of the ones you put out today. I like the one, am I an asshole or am I a Karen? I, I think like, we am could totally, I a Karen the best? I think we could totally judge those and go, um, our rating for you is the bigger the hair, the closer to God, you're right up in his grill. I think we could judge the hashtag, am I the Karen? Mm. I like that. Yeah, I think we could have a, a time where we, like, pull, like, maybe 15 of them. Yeah. 15 or so we from take Reddit a- and make and pass judgment. By the way, folks, on Reddit, I'm, I haven't done much of anything except lurk because <laughs> there's some shit awesome lurking in there. But my um, handle is Gina Be Drinking. Because <laughs> you be drinking. I be drinking. Maybe we can pull some out this this week while I'm up there. We could like go ahead and pull them and we could like cut and paste and that way we can have them on there and we can say, these are the ones we found. Here's our judgment. You are the Karen. <laughs> there we go. I like that. And then her, you get four. Excuse me. Have you watched? Do you have Apple TV Plus? No, we don't. We have Roku. Oh, you should do. Well, you should do Apple TV Plus. Um, because first of all, Apple TV, duh. Secondly, Apple TV plus has this great show called, um, mystic quest, mythic quest, Raven's banquet. And the whole idea is it's based on this group of people who produce a video game. I've seen the ads for it. Yeah. It's really funny. It's It's got the guy, it's got the one guy, Mac from it's always sunny in Philadelphia in it. 
I don't know. I don't watch this. <gasps> you need to watch that show. It's so fucking. I can only watch a few episodes at a time before I get depressed by how okay. horrible they that are. But it's horrible. No, but it's really good and it's hilarious. I'm giving you a like a what the fuck look. If you say I can only watch so many episodes before I get depressed because they're horrible, that makes me go, uh, no. Well, they're horrible people and they do horrible things, but it's really funny and Daddy DeVito's in it. I also am not a big Danny DeVito fan, but did you know he owns Lemoncello? I know. And did you know that there's a shrine for him in a secret stairwell of some weird college? Creepy. It's a Danny DeVito shrine. Also creepy. I don't think Danny DeVito's hot or anything worth shrining. Well, Danny DeVito, I mean, taxi. I mean, I would shrine Bill Murray before I would shrine Danny DeVito. They should have a co-shrine. It'd be so sardonic and awesome. Mm. What about shrine-worthy people? Oh, I like that quest. See? That quest. I like that topic. I like that quest. We could have a quest. And you can have like Shrine worthy actors. Bill Murray. Oh, does it have to be limited to actors or any kind of famous people? Because you know I throw my notorious RBG. I think we're gonna have to go actors because otherwise it's just too broad. Okay. Maybe right. we can make that a continuing series and do several. Yeah, we could do shrine worthy actors, and then we could have shrine worthy politicians, which would be like two guys. And then we could have shrine worthy, like just actual people. And Supreme Court justices. And There'll be one. That's a couple. Who? Okay. RBG. John, RBG, John Jay, Sandra Day O'Connor. John Jay's not that great. I know, but he was like one of the first. He wrote, so? he, he wrote a shit ton of the Federalist Papers. Don't care. Just because you're the first doesn't mean you're the best. Well, I know. I mean, Thomas Jefferson wasn't the best, but I'll drink Jefferson's Ocean on a moment's notice. Yeah, well, he might have been a good brewer. You don't throw out the baby with the bathwater is what I'm saying. I'm not going shrine-worthy Supreme Court justices. I'm not going to do that show. That's boring. Like one person would listen to that and they'd be like, I love RBG. And it'd be me. And that's okay. This is a vanity project, is it not? (laughs) Oh, here's... Your dream vanity project. That could be a fun episode. I don't even know what I would do. That's because you're not as vain and horrible as I am. I don't even know what I would, like, what would a vanity project for me be? It'd be a musical. I know that for sure. What? A musical or a Raphael painting? because Or a Da Vinci painting? Because if you're awesome profile. No, I hate my nose. That's a stupid nose. It's a Da Vinci nose. It's and a stupid looking nose. I hate it. Bitch, please. It's a beautiful. I only like it from the front. I like it from the front. If I had your nose and your curly hair, I'd be so fucking happy. Oh, no, you wouldn't. You'd hate it as much as I do because I have it and I hate it. So how about hating what you have that other people love? There's a topic. And I could spend all day on fucking you. Is Okay, don't fuck me. That's weird. <laughs> In joke. Oh, in jokes. There we go. Hating what you, but how much of that is based on that hashtag self love that we talked about? Um, I don't know. Is self love ever a bad thing or something that we can't emphasize enough? No, I think we can talk about it more. All right. Yeah. I think we have four really good ones. 
We have strangers who overshare. Totally mm. good one. Tea's, uh, yeah, tea. Tea's on that. With me. Yeah. I'm going to put tea to guest on this episode. We, okay, so I edited, because I don't always edit the episodes in order, in case you all want some insights. Um, so I. This episode's about insight. Damn straight. So I edited the um, um, part one of the what do you care what other people think stuff right after I edited the sexual blueprint episode. Uh-huh. We have to get Rexy and Rebecca on the yeah. same episode at some point. Oh, my God. Oh, you my would not get a word in edgewise. And that's a difficult task. No. You don't talk that much anyway. I don't? No. I, I feel like I do. Well, you and I talk together because we have what's called conversation. <laughs> but when Rexy's with us, you don't get to talk very much. Well, I talked my way out of that kidnapping. That's true. But and that, dad, no, if Rexy had kidnapped you, you wouldn't have been able to do it. Oh, there's that. I do remember, though, dad said, and you met my dad, and he's all, finally, you're... Your big mouth. Your big mouth was good for something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have dad, a large mouth. Sure. And dad was wise, but you don't. You don't get a chance to talk that much because you're like I always thought of you as kind of soft spoken. That's why I didn't want to be friends with you in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hurt. But I guess you know my dad's even quieter than I am. He is. He's. He. We used to call him Mr. Stoicism until he retired, and suddenly we realized he wasn't stoic, just really, really tired. Nobody <laughs> in my family's ever quiet. Ever. <laughs> we don't do quiet at my house. You're, you have a boisterous family. That's why I wanted to know you all, so I could learn how to do that shit. <laughs> I don't know if we're boisterous. Like we just talk a lot. We're not like. Woo! All over the place. That's what I think of boisterous, you know? Oh, no. I, I, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that's an episode. How people define things differently in their own lives. Mm, this is delicious, and I'm almost done. Me too. And technically, since I had two before we started, and I had two while we're going, I've had four over the last three hours. That's a lot for me. That's and I'm, and I'm going to... What's that? I have wonton soup for dinner. Mm. Well, I'm also eating the booze-soaked ra- uh, blackberries, so. So, random. Uh-huh. Gina on shuffle. Do you ever, after a couple of drinks, does everything start tasting like cucumbers to you? No. Mm. Okay. But this does a little bit taste like cucumbers. This has a little bit of a cucumber flavor, because I think of the blackberry with the lemon together. Okay, good. Because I'm like, you worried me for a minute because I had that happen a lot. Now I'm this, all. This I'm, has a little cucumber flavor, I think. I've Googled that before. Why does everything taste like cucumbers after I drink? Is it a thing that people have? No, I can't find anyone else ever describing that. It's just me. Did you know? If you, there's a thing. There was a game, remember, a few years ago? Like if you Google something and you got no results, you won. Oh. I don't remember what that game was called, but. I just won my self-diagnoses. Ooh, go you. Yay. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) 
I, I do want to focusing, trying to bring this back. Yeah. I'm talk- trying to be the adult here. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Right, we have five, four, we have four pretty good options. Strangers who overshare with T as a guest star. Trends that are absurd, including bejazzling and chocolate buttholes. <laughs> Am I the Karen judging episode? And shrine-worthy actors. All of those I really like. I like those, too. Those are good. Those are okay. very good. Um, and then somehow we got to find a topic where we can have Rexy and Rebecca in a single episode, because I think that'll well, be pretty stupid. I think we just ask Rebecca to come back, and I get Rexy to be like, hey, girl, hey. What if we had them as dating after divorce? Oh, I like that. I think that's a really good episode. Yes. I Add think that that's... in there, because Rexy is dating after divorce. She's fresh off her divorce. Oh, yeah. And um, maybe Rebecca could help her out a little bit, because hasn't been going all that great. Oh, but, but I don't... will say, this is probably speaking out of turn. Clear so, one day, me and T and Rexy went to a movie, and Rexy made a love connection with the guy in the seat next to her. Rexy talked about this at one point. Cool. During then an I'm episode. Not, I'm all right. You're so all right. She had a low connection with the guy next to her. They had a really good time. Because I remember Bill Murray was her wingman. Yes. Bill Murray was her wingman. You are correct. Uh-huh. That was the most boring movie on the planet. But since then, Rexy has started dating this semi-boring guy who is a very nice guy. We like him. We've had dinner a couple times. He's a friendly fella, but he's not dynamic. So while their relationship might be comfortable, it is not a sexual powerhouse like the movie guy. Ah. Movie guy comes in town every once in a while. This can be a thing. So while she and Mech guy are not technically exclusive, they've never like actually called each other boyfriend, girlfriend, which I think is legit. Once you call each other that, then you have to kind of define it. Mm. But since they haven't done that, he's never said, I want you to be my girlfriend. I think she's okay with, I think that it's completely legit that she goes occasionally, like, you know, every several months and has one evening with movie guy when he's in town. I have no problem with that. Yeah. So I think dating after divorce with Rebecca and Rexy. I like that. I All do right. like that. I put a star by that one. Awesome. All right. I think, too, um, that can spin into another episode about, uh, op- they always say opposites attract, but what about similarities attract, and how do you yeah. figure out where the right jigsaw pieces fit together? Yeah. That could be a good That's one. That's hard. That is hard. I'm putting possible topics, other topics that we've talked about here, including our ASMR, and then I'm putting our... Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. Down, 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 down. There, yes. These are the ones. Everybody bitch now. No, they didn't say bitch. I know they didn't say bitch. I was. That bitch. 
everybody judge now. I know. I was trying to think oh, of the good. Oh, oh, I see. I see yeah. you're being fancy. I'm being fancy. I'm okay. paraphrasing. Fancy. I'm paraphrasing for impact. Okay. Uh, Strangers who overshare tea to guests. Trends that are absurd, but jazzling and chocolate buttholes. Judge, am I the Karen? <laughs> Shrine where the actors and dating after divorce with Rebecca and Rexy. Yay. I love those. I think those I are think, excellent. I think we have some very, very good possibilities. I think those are solid. I think those are good, solid episodes. And we have some good background episodes that in yep. a pinch we can put together. Yep. If they don't work, we don't release them. We've done that before. Yeah. The ones we have left over, pet peeves, family drama, paying it forward, 80s and 90s nostalgia, stories from your hometown that illustrate why you left, when retro turns out to be what you used to do in high school, and the ASMR episode. Yeah. Yep. And family drama. Did you say that one? I did. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. Do we want to talk about our general podcast process as far as like editing and sure. website updating and stuff yeah. like that just so people know because we i re, i remember when we ran into those ladies in las vegas yeah they wanted at, where to was what mandalay bay was it uh no no it was some big high up in the or air the top of something yeah anyway they were lovely. yeah so um here's what we do from here <laughs> we record every sunday Mostly every Sunday. Sometimes we fudge a little bit, but Sundays are our designated recording day. And we we record by Skype because I'm in Dallas and she's in St. Louis. So we want to be able to see each other so we can get visual cues as well as when we're discussing stuff. And that way I can see when she gives me the total WTF face. (laughs) Or when she gives me the timeout or when she's like passing out on the bed or whatever. (laughs) All of those things have happened. They literally have. Uh, um, we also will, um, you know, we have hand signals and stuff like that. So it helps her with editing when we do that sort of thing. Um, Knock things oh, over. She just spilled something. It's all good. That's bad. Okay, better. All right. So I'll leave that in. Just so you get the full experience. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. That's all good. So, yeah, we record over Skype. And mm-hmm. then um, Gina is our editor. She edits the the conversation and takes out the parts where we're like, we either mess up somebody's name. Because we've been very plain about we use pseudonyms and we don't use our kids' real names and stuff like that. So if we fuck it up and use somebody's wrong name. Then we will be like, oh, wait, fix that. <laughs> Let's yeah. go back and do that part again. <laughs> so sometimes we'll you have to do that. Um, then I, for the most part, take care of the website. Um, we are getting ready to have John the Brit help us out a little bit. And he, we just redid the website. I just redid the website. And I'm going to have him help me with some of the content and upping the content and making it a little bit more user-friendly. So... Okay. I'm coming to visit her this week and I'm going to show him what I need done. And hopefully he'll be like, I could totally do that. And he won't be a dick about it. That's right. Cause he, he actually does have a big um, SEO um, search engine optimization background. So, um, and he was recently laid off from his job because they needed to reallocate funds to another area. And um, 
So I'm going to make him work for us because why the hell not? He's also been guilt cleaning and I've been really enjoying it. Not going to lie. <laughs> That's awesome. So hopefully he'll be able to work for us for a little bit. It doesn't, it won't take long to redo the website. I want to redo the old content and then start doing the new content. But if he can get the old content posted and then start the format for the new content, it'll be easy for me to go in and post the new content. That way, as things post to our um, audio postings, it'll be easy for me to grab that information and put it on our website. And it should help with the SEO and it should help with all of the um, search engines being able to find us and, and you guys being able to find us too. We want that for you. So hopefully that'll right. be good. That's right. And I have to say editing is oh, hiccups. <laughs> Got it. Take a quick break. Yep. Insert girl from the Nima. So um, editing, I have to say, is a lot of fun because I usually get up early. I wake up before the rest of the family um, on weekends. So what I usually do is when I get up, I get my yogurt. And um, I get my energy drink and I sit there and I edit until everybody else wakes up. Cool. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, AJ usually wakes up before Jean the Brit and I usually have to say, mommy's editing, but it gives me more time to wake up before I have to deal with other people. Nice. And that is very good for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I, I use uh, Audacity when I'm doing it on my laptop and Ferrite when I'm doing it on my iPad. And lately I've mostly been doing it on my iPad because I'm lazy and that's easier to transport. Cool. Well, Yay. and that's why we got you the nice iPad. That's right. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I let her pick out my electronics, even though I'm married to an IT guy. <clears throat> so, cause he doesn't like I to like, spend money. I like electronics. And she's very good at spending money. <laughs> I am good at spending money. It's one of my best things. <laughs> one of the things I do best. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of our process. And we try to divide and conquer. Um, Nina was going to help us out with our social media also. And she's kind of doing that a little bit. And we're going to work on her helping us with that a little bit more um, as we go forward with season two. And um, before that, we're also helping with that. We're also both taking care of that. But it's it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. So we want to make sure that we have the biggest presence possible. And, you know, I take, like she said earlier, I take the pictures of the drinks and I send them to her. And so as we mix things up, I will try to make sure I take good pictures. Um there's been a few times that I've forgotten and I'm like, shit, I forgot to take a picture. And she's like, I'll do it. And so she takes the picture. And that's when you get the sub quality photography. <laughs> well, it's not sub quality. You take nice pictures too. I liked my picture of the lemon drop martini right I in front too. of I, I think it was, it was really nice. Because if you notice, Lord of the Rings was on one side and um, a book by Stephen King on, was on the other. And Louisa May, yep, Louisa was May Alcott was in the middle. Yeah, super dorky, and it was exactly what I would have expected from you. Yeah, I know, right? There we are. So that was um, good. 
And I write the descriptions that go out on our distributor, Audio Boom, and she yep. writes the descriptions on the website. Yep. And I think we're going to start incorporating some of the Audio Boom ins- descriptions on the website, too, because I think it'll help with the cataloging and I think it'll help with some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time she comes up with the drink recipes because when I do, it's weird esoteric shit. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And a lot of times I'll find something online and then maybe I'll modify it or I'll find something online and we'll go straight from that. Like tonight's drink is straight from a website. It's from Vine Pear mm. and it was lovely. I loved it a lot. Although I did modify it slightly. I added just a little bit more of the simple syrup so it didn't peel my teeth. <laughs> Whereas I'm the type of person who will find weird esoteric shit or try to create my own shit or drink something at a restaurant and go, I will find a way to reproduce this. I will make this. I've done that. I've done that. That's how I got the millionaire martini or the millionaire margarita. That's what we made. Yeah. Spice pear margarita. Oh my God. That's one of my favorites. I love that. I drink that sometimes. And I still love the Mama Rosa, which took me over two years to perfect, damn it. But I love it. I'll tell you what, we had friends over this past week and I made a Mama Rosa for the lady and she was like, this is amazing. I'm like, yes, right? However, I have a hard time drinking the Mama Rosa because after that episode, I got super, super wasted and I sat on the floor of the bathroom for a long, long time. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like a cherry mash night was the night I sent text pictures of myself passed out on the bed going, uh, I can't move. What? That's just a hazard of the job. And we both try very hard not to get too wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, neither of us can drink too much at a time. don't like it. No. No. And I have to go to work tomorrow. So I can't get too hammered. Same. I don't want to get too hammered. Oh, no. I want to get just the right amount of hammered. Right. Just so that I'm fucking up my words and you're slightly slurring. We don't want to go beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's how far we go. We have a method to this fucking madness. Absolutely. Anyway, I I think we've kind of done this. So I think we have. You know how you know the mystery of what we decide, how we decide to do what we do, and what we're going to talk about on the amazing podcast. And I hope it's not going to ruin the mystique for you after this. I hope you still will listen. Please do. Um, and I hope that if you ever have any ideas that you'd like to hear about, um, just shoot them over to us. Oh yes, 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 for sure. Hit up the website alwaysneverwrite.com. You can find. The contact us page and every way you could possibly contact us is listed there. Or, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook. It's all right there. Yep. And don't forget to tell your friends about us because we think we're awesome. We hope you think we're awesome. We know we think well, you're awesome. Obviously, you, obviously, they think we're awesome or they wouldn't listen to us. Thank you. We love you. Um, but let your friends know how they can find us wherever they get their digital media. Yep. This has been a planning episode of Always. <laughs> Never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina. And thank you once again so much for making us a part of your week. And we'll talk to you again more next week, medals. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.